Welcome back to Podcast of the Universe for Masters of the Universe. You can find the show on Twitter at POTU4MOTU. It is Tuesday, 10.30 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. Uh, I just watched Season 1, Episode 60, The Return of Grandamir. A few new uh, characters in today's episode. We have a new wizard. His name is Zem. And he's basically identical to um, Jaravan, just with a different color scheme. A staff and a straighter back. I sent out a uh, sarcastic tweet earlier that you may or may not have seen. And, uh, but it was a good episode. So in this episode, there were dragons. There was a maze. There was a test. Someone needed a champion uh, to, you know, face the trial on their behalf. So I thought, what song can I pair the episode with? I mean, after the nap, I've been kind of hazy since, and I'm not really firing on all cylinders yet. And I, I spent far too long looking for something, <clears throat> especially when you hear what I chose. It was definitely too long to just pick that. Um, so I, I really didn't know what to put in for that. Uh, I mean, there's Queen, We Are the Champions. Uh, there's Kanye, Champion. Uh, which is older Kanye. If you like Kanye, you're probably okay with that song. New Kanye's really rough. Um, there's, uh, you know, Holding Out for a Hero. Are there covers of any of these songs that are kind of quirky or different? Um, so I turned my back on all of that and I picked a song that I didn't know existed um, from someone who I don't know how they have an audience but maybe it's not my thing. And uh, now I'm putting their song at the end of this podcast because it has Dragon in the title. So that's it. But the good thing is, if you don't like it, the show's already over. You just turn it on. Um, and it's a, a learning curve for me too. Maybe I'll get better at, at pairing uh, content for the theme. So I'm rambling at this point, so let me stop here, and we will recap Season 1, Episode 60, The Return of Granamir. And this episode opens with Prince Adam and Man-at-Arms sword fighting. Man-at-Arms is teaching Prince Adam a new method of disarming someone uh, in a sword fight. Zor flies overhead, and they go to Castle Grayskull to see what she needs. Uh, she has a message for He-Man uh, from Granamir. That's like a video message. Um, Man-at-Arms sees the dragon who saved him uh, and would like to go along. So Prince Adam uh, turns into He-Man and Man-at-Arms goes with him uh, to Dark Smoke. Uh, they get to Dark Smoke. They uh, introduce uh, Man-at-Arms to Granamir and... Uh, Granamir says, I called for you, not this other guy. And then Man-at-Arms apologizes and says, I only wanted to come to thank you for saving my life. Uh, that happened in an earlier episode when uh, he was basically frozen. Um, so Granamir brings He-Man and Man-at-Arms to a young dragon, and his name is Torm, T-O-R-M. Uh, Torm calls He-Man his champion, and Grandamir says Torm has fallen in love with a human named Lyra, or Lyra, sorry. Uh, 
Grandamir says he will turn uh, the Torm into a human uh, so that they can be married. So He-Man says, well, what do I have to do with this? And basically, Lyra's, or sorry, Lyra's father is a wizard, a powerful wizard, and whoever marries his daughter must first pass a test um, before they can marry his daughter. So they're asking He-Man uh, to uh, be a champion in place of Torm to complete whatever task it is, uh, which is allowed. They can substitute themselves for someone else. So we cut away and we're introduced to uh, Brindle, who is the wizard, and uh, Lyra. So they're there, and there is a wizard named Zem there, and he's disputing Lyra uh, marrying a dragon, saying that it should be him. And Brindle says, uh, basically, get out of here. Uh, don't concern yourself with this. So He-Man and Man-at-Arms arrive. And Brindle is pleased with Thorm's choice for a champion. And he says, tonight you're my guest. Tomorrow tomorrow we'll do the test. So outside of the castle, Zem calls on Braylock. Braylock is... Uh, he's, uh, I don't know what you would call him, like an ogre. And he calls on Braylock to take He-Man back to his dark land. Uh, so that night, Man-at-Arms and He-Man are asleep. And Braylock goes in through the window. And he attacks them in their bedroom. And he's about to um, transport them back to his dark land. But they never say like what it's from. Uh, or sorry, what the name of his land is. And just before he teleports He-Man and Man-at-Arms, uh, Brindle arrives and saves them, sending Braylock back to his nether realm. Uh, so the next day, the test begins. And the test is going into a maze and retrieving a silver apple on the Tree of Many Fruit. So only one person can go into the maze. So Zem is nearby. And he turns himself into a fly and lands on He-Man as He-Man walks into the maze. And then a force field goes up behind him. So Zem and He-Man are now uh, in the maze. So He-Man's walking in the maze and there's fire in front of him. But there's no heat from it. It's just an illusion. He walks through it. So that was a test. And then he meets a woman who is there. And she says, oh, here you go. Here's the, uh, the silver apple. And then He-Man says, uh, well, actually, before he says anything, he throws his sword at this harp this woman has. And it's destroyed. And uh, the woman turns into a little hag. And He-Man says, uh, that's not the silver apple. Because uh, Brindle said that the silver apple would be on the tree of many fruit. She says, you're right. So take your prize. So the hedge opens up, and there's a tree of many fruit, and there's a silver apple. Before He-Man can take the fruit off, a centaur arrives and says, you can't take that without a fight. He-Man says, I won't fight you for it, but we can have a tug of war to have, our, uh, have a competition with strength. And uh, the centaur agrees, and... They have a tug of war, and He-Man wins, and the centaur goes in the water, and he says, the silver apple is all yours.
Zem appears, he takes the apple and runs, uh, but ends up in a dead end. He-Man disarms uh, Zem's staff with the trick that Man-at-Arms showed him at the beginning of the episode and exits the maze. So Zem is not going to give up yet. So Granamir is preparing a spell of change while Zem goes and he frees Shadow Wing and he asks Shadow Wing to destroy Dark Smoke. So Shadow Wing arrives and uh, Thorm tries to, uh, sorry, Torm tries to uh, fight off Shadow Wing. Shadow Wing turns uh, Torm into rock and he drops. Brindle tries to intervene and he's just uh, encased in this crystal form by Shadow Wing. And then He-Man tries to attack with the Wind Raider and the Wind Raider is... Uh, struck by shadow wing so he-man strategically crashes it into the dome of uh, dark smoke which grandamir is alerted to and rises up he's all kind of mad he calls shadow wing a wretched worm and sends him uh, to the realm of demons so now everything's everything's kosher and torm is turned uh, into a human and married uh, to Lyra by Granamir. And that was the episode. The lesson was King Randor uh, says he made his challenge to fight. Um, but that's not uh, that's not necessarily the, the right way to do things. And he man says fighting uh, doesn't solve uh, doesn't solve anything and sometimes there's courage in not fighting. And that was the episode. So now we can do some character bios and close out the show. So the first bio is Brindle. Brindle was a gruff, though good-natured elderly father who wanted nothing more than for his daughter Lyra to follow her heart and marry the dragon Torm. Possessing impressive magical abilities, Brindle banished the demon Braylock back to the realm of demons. So that is a very quick and brief one for Brindle. And next we will look at uh, Lyra. The beautiful and kind-hearted Lyra loved Torm, one of the youngest dragons of Dark Smoke. Uh, she spoke softly and openly displayed her affection towards him. Uh, she was overjoyed when He-Man championed, uh, championed their love. Torm was transformed into a human and was married to Lyra uh, by Granamir, the oldest and wisest of dragons. Uh, and both of them uh, only appeared in the animated series. And the last one uh, is Zem. Zem, his special ability was sorcery. Zem was an unpleasant and jealous wizard who wished to obtain Lyra's hand in marriage. He was twice her age, out of shape, and generally undesirable. After attempting to prevent Lyra's marriage to Torm, she was transformed. I'm sorry, he was transformed into a frog by Shadowing. That's something I I did forget to mention. So when he had um, woken up um, Shadowing, Shadowing originally was going to destroy him, but he said no. He said uh, I need you to destroy Dark Smoke and Shadowing. Uh, already had issues with um, Granamir and Dark Smoke, so he turned uh, Zem into a frog uh, as he left uh, to go attack. So I did miss that. Um, yeah, so that was it. And let's close out the show, and we should be good for today. And thank you for listening to another episode. You can find the show on Twitter at POTU4MOTU. That's the number four. Uh, speaking of Twitter, 
Um, I'd like to comment on uh, what I see when I when I log into my podcast account. So when I go to the Potu for Motu account in Twitter and I go through my feed, I see a lot of comments where people are just sharing with each other and being positive, uh, and it's there's not a whole lot of negativity. And if there is negativity, it's someone just like you know running down a show or whatever or a movie or complaining about something but it's um it's much more positive versus my primary twitter account so my primary twitter account um i follow say maybe you know 650 accounts um there's a lot of negativity and a lot of uh horrible things it's uh say it's i don't know 40 to 50 percent mma based so I'm a big fan of MMA. I have been since, uh, well, 25 years ago. This is the 25th anniversary of the UFC. Uh, and I've been following since then. The first time they had one, my uncle taped it on satellite and gave me a copy. And I loved it. Uh, since then, I don't watch only the UFC. I watch uh, other promotions. Uh, I watch boxing. Uh, not as often, but I'll still catch uh, boxing matches. I'll watch kickboxing. I watched uh, karate pit fighting last month. Um, I watch a promotion out of Japan, and I'll watch them like live when I can. It's called Ganryojima, and it's moat fighting where they fight in a moat, and it's like a modified uh, MMA rule set. If you get knocked out of the ring, oh, oh, sorry, knocked off of the mat into the moat three times in a round, uh, you lose. And they fight in like uh, uh, like a gi, like Ryu in Ken War and Street Fighter with like the cut off sleeves. It's really, really entertaining. If you're not a fan of MMA, I don't know what I could do to uh, sway you because as much as they want to say it's uh, professional and they're athletes and they're highly skilled, all those things are true. But at the end of the day, two people are half naked, locked in a cage, and their goal is to shut the other one off. So that's not for everyone, I get that. And I, I couldn't argue uh, someone into enjoying it if that's not their cup of tea uh, but anyway uh, a lot of the things I see on Twitter um, there's a lot of negativity so um, there's certain stereotypes about MMA and its fans and some of those are true uh, not all fans of course it's just like people um, but there's also very uh, dark and negative aspects there are people involved in a sport that you know they might be outsiders from society or they don't fit in um, but then there's also the cases where there's, you know, uh, drug use, spousal abuse, um, I don't know, racist views, uh, people who take money from, uh, Chechen warlords, uh, who do awful things, uh, and they'll take money for their PR. Um, but there's a lot of, uh, good things too. There are people, um, uh, like Justin Golightly is a very, uh, fun person who, uh, writes very uh, fun and uh, I don't know how to describe it uh, just fun unique takes on the sport and people in it uh, there is investigative journalism like Mike Russell uh, or Karim Zidane uh, who's done fantastic pieces in raising awareness in certain subjects so uh, but at the end of the day there's good people and bad people in anything um, but there are certain things that happen in MMA that don't happen in other sports, and they wouldn't they wouldn't be tolerated. So, um, 
long story short, <clears throat> it's nice to log into my POTU for MOTU account and see some positive things. Uh, sometimes people might not like a show or a movie and they might have some spicy things to say about that. Uh, but for me, even the negative things I see on this account, um, it's really not, it pales in comparison. Like I'll, someone will, it'll say, you know, so-and-so like this, so then I'll click on that and then I'll scroll down and read the comments. And they're really, <clears throat> really a refreshing change for me. Uh, also, it's a smaller sample size. I follow way fewer accounts than I do on my primary one, so I should, I should find more of more of that. Um, so that's it. Um, so I'm going to leave you high and dry with uh, our musical guest. I didn't know what song to put in here. Um, there was dragons. Uh, there was a champion needed. Uh, there, there was a maze. There was a centaur. So, I didn't know what to do, so I'm not saying I made a good choice, but I made a choice. And before I introduce her, I will close out the show in case you immediately end the show when I announce who it is. Um, so thank you for listening. I hope to be uh, in better form tomorrow. hope everyone has a great Wednesday. And... Until tomorrow for episode 61, you have the power. And now join me in welcoming our next guest who will be singing. Can I say singing? She will be performing Ask the Dragon. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Yoko Ono, everybody.
He's keeping his neck straight and he says, 